Bobby Bones post show pre show. There's a bear, and this guy was taking a nap in Massachusetts, and he wakes up, and the bear is slapping his foot. Did you guys see this? <laughs> like what? Like wake up? A Massachusetts family's home security camera recorded the moment a man was taking a nap next to his backyard pool. He was nudged on the foot by a curious bear. The bear, I'm watching it now. The bear has it's a ring cam, and the bear's got like drinking the pool water. The guy is out like a light. <laughs> it's not, I mean, there's woods, but it doesn't look like it's in in the middle of, you know, crazy wilderness. The footage shows Matt Beat taking a nap next to the pool. The bear wanders through an open gate. The bear nudges him on the foot and then flees when the guy starts waking up. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. You know, I was when I was in Montana a few weeks ago and we were up in the mountains, we were making sure that um, bears, wolves didn't attack the sheep that we were protecting. Hold on. It's <clears throat> on my throat. So, <clears throat> sorry. Oh, we're, I, so I have bear spray. And the bear spray, I may have mentioned, you don't shoot it at the bear in their face. You shoot it at the ground and it goes up. It reminded me of like when we used to do clone and run through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't too uh, strong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you shoot at, at the ground. And I was like, why don't you just shoot the bear? And the guy was with his like federal fence. Oh. Like you better have bite marks if you shoot a bear. Like on Yellowstone. What? The show Yellowstone. Did they bite him? No, no, no. But he, he was charging. He was ter- oh, yeah, being yeah, charged. Being charged yeah. But even but, then he was going to get in trouble. Because they're very protected. Is mm-hmm. that it? I think yes. they were endangered. And I don't think they are anymore. This is what I heard. This is I'm just talking to folks who were working in wildlife up there. That they aren't as endangered or endangered anymore. But what's happened is anytime they try to pull them off the endangered list, they get sued by the animal rights folks. Mm. Going, don't pull them off the endangered list. We'll sue you. And they're like, well, I don't want to get a lawsuit. That story's probably 80% right. I'll probably mess up a few things there. I like it, though. It sounds like an inside story that well, you heard Well, I was from. pretty inside. Yeah. I was pretty inside, but yeah. You, so what are you supposed to do again if the bears... Stand tall and yell. Like like challenge the bear? You're supposed to look at it and go, and, and I'll stand my ground. <laughs> I won't get turned around. If you do that, a bear leaves. Mm-hmm. In a world that keeps on pushing you around, and I won't back down. And then a bear leaves. Um, a school bus driver playing the same lottery numbers for 20 years wins $2 million. What? That's amazing. Playing the same lottery numbers for nearly 20 years paid off for a 73-year-old school bus driver, James DePold, who won $2 million bucks from the Powerball held August 26th. Another update to a story. We talked about Colton Underwood from The Bachelor. Him and that girl, Cassie. Yeah, you know, he had come together, her. then he stalked her. He, she filed a restraining order. And so... The development is they were shooting a reality show based on their lives post-breakup, and the restraining order ended that show. So now, him being nutty cost him money, too. Whoa! A judge awarded Cassie Randolph a temporary restraining order against ex-boyfriend Colton Underwood. Until recently, she remained friendly despite their split in April. They were taping a new reality series about their lives post-breakup, but Colton started acting weird. Golly. He stalked Cassie outside her parents' house. He knew where to follow Cassie because he knew where. Oh, yeah, yeah. He knew where to follow her because he attached a GPS tracking device to her car's back bumper. Colton will defend himself in court at the 1st of October. The reality series has been scratched. The restraining order bans Colton from getting 100 yards of Cassie. I mean, you would think that the filming of a show and having cameras around you might make you want to (laughs) behave. Yeah, I agree. I thought, man... 
Like he must really have the bug then. She mm-hmm. must be awesome. Yeah. That's what I that's what I was thinking. Like, dude, yeah. you really screwed up if you're gonna give up a show. Yeah. You've already broken up, right? But then then they're doing a show about it and you're like, I'm gonna be so crazy, I'm gonna lose it all. Make her like me less and lose the show. <laughs> dude, just step back and play it cool. Mm-hmm. Then she'll want you again. Yeah. So story on. about life. Yeah. That's um, what stalkers need to do. Be uninterested. You know what? With ours right now, I wish I could do that. Oh, I know. That's hard. That's different. Yeah. Be, Sorry, man. Couldn't be. I know. <laughs> Jeez. Um, finally, music soothes the anxious soul. If you find a song that soothes you, you should have one always on standby. I have a couple here in my mind I think about. Uh, first of all, it's Coldplay Yellow. When I hear Coldplay Yellow, this is what I do. <sighs> oh, everything's better, huh? Well, everything just takes a half step back. Round here, round here from the Counting Crows from the beginning. Where round here starts very, yeah. That takes me back. Yeah, right here it's like my heart's just going. All right, time to take a break. Do you know the song, Amy? Yeah. Steps out the front door. Yeah. Steps out the front door like a ghost into a fog when no one notices the contrast of white on white. And between the moon and unity, yeah. angels oh, get a better view. Amy, I didn't. Crumbling. Wow. Yeah. Okay, here we go. And I walk in the air between the rain and myself and back again to where I don't know. Nice! <laughs> Come on, Amy. I live there. Good, good. Nimbus, she's dying in the floor. I hear her crying. Why? I don't know. Oh, so good. Take the hook, Amy. Okay. Around here, get chills. Always stand up straight. <laughs> Good, finish it up. Okay. Around here, something radiates. Next Hit me verse. with the drums. Let's go to the next verse. We came from Nashville with a suitcase in our hand. Okay, that's enough. So she's like to, uh, to meet hold a on. boy who looks like Elvis. It's not me. It's not me. Yeah. It's not me. Hold on. <laughs> they are on the their way. The, ocean meets the Culligan the guy's going to the house right now, and I'm not there. Uh-oh. Uh, Is oh, anyone no. there? Yeah, Caitlin's there. Well, Culligan man's good people. He's, she's safe. It's, it's a woman who came the first time. Yeah. It's not Col- the same person? Uh, Culligan... Culligan person. Sees no gender. Oh. <laughs> Culligan, oh, the Culligan man. man as a thing. The Culligan man is a thing. Yeah, I got that today. I got to make sure that gets in. I have to go and get, um, I've never had contacts before. Don't want to have contacts, but when I was out playing hockey this weekend, I couldn't wear glasses because it was too cold and my eyes were too hot because I was sweating. And so it was hard to, so I just need to get contacts in case I need them again. Oh, wow. Never put one on my eyeball. Weird? Yes, weird the first time, absolutely. But then you get used to it. But I don't know if you're going to ever get used to them because you've never worn them. And I think I have one eye that doesn't work, mm-hmm. my right eye. But I think i got to get one in both eyes so it feels even, yeah. right? Or it feels like I'm wearing a monocle then. Dude, you should get colored ones too where like, you have like uh, like black eyes. Can I get like oh, razorbacks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, Amy? I'm no. not going to wear them very often. Yeah, only on game day. Okay. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's not a bad that's idea. Actually. Pretty cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to wrap it here. Uh, Friday show, John Bon Jovi will be on. Just heard. Uh, we talked about that a little 
a little bit on this show. That's awesome. Um, announcing a new podcast tomorrow on the show, one we're very excited about. And uh, I think that's it. Thank you very much. Enjoy today's show. Bye, everybody. guys, welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hope everybody's having a, a good day so far. Early morning for some folks. The mystery of those sketchy mailed seed packets is finally solved. Remember we were seeing on the news, people were just getting bags of bags of wheat, uh, seeds? Yes. And we're like, all right, what's China up to now? Mm-hmm. So the final story about these packets from China finally is understood. The mystery now appears to be a scam targeting people whose online accounts have been compromised. For the last few months, people across America have been getting unidentified seed packets in the mail without ordering them. Some turned out to be harmless. Others were not. Everybody got involved, the USDA, FBI, Customs and Border Protection Agencies, and they found out that Motherboard is who was doing the scam. It's a brushing campaign in which items of small value are sent to people whose online accounts have been hacked or are sent to people as a gift in order to leave a positive review from a verified buyer, which is weighted higher. So it was... Just a weird internet scam to try to get a higher rating. Weird. You need to have actually bought or received an item, so by receiving seeds, reviews from that account name will be weighted higher. But it wasn't China trying to infiltrate our crops, which is what I assume. That was definitely one of the theories. (laughs) Definitely thought that. Here's a story that I read this morning before coming in, and I love AI and the stories of AI in the future. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time getting too deep into it, but I just wanted to scare you just enough. (laughs) They have an AI robot, artificial intelligence robot, and they can communicate with it. You know, you teach it and then it teaches itself. An AI robot says it will probably end up destroying humanity, though it doesn't want to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The GPT-3 says it has no interest in harming mankind, but it claims humans will likely end up programming it to do something that leads to heavy human casualties. Yeah. The language generator commissioned by OpenAI was given a writing assignment GPT-3 ended up writing a piece which it describes itself as a thinking robot. It's not planning any kind of robo-apocalypse, but it sees that humans will use it for the wrong thing and it will kill humans. Nerd minute for sure. (laughs) But does that freak you out at all? Yeah, and I think I've acquired enough information recently to now finally believe that that's true. I think there was a certain point... Acquired it? What are you doing, research? Did you get abducted by a... What 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 the I don't I guess I didn't know how to say it. I think I have learned enough about it recently to where now I believe that. I think six months ago, or maybe even last year, I'd been like, there's no way that's ever gonna happen. But now I totally believe it. The guy from Shark Tank and owns the Mavericks, Mark Cuban's a big AI guy. He's invested heavily in mm-hmm. AI. And what you do is you teach it to teach itself. And then it just multiplies. They actually I saw that they don't even know where it's gonna go. Because it's kind of starts doing its own thing. They can the, what they set it up as, and then they just watch it grow. <laughs> That's great. They watching, don't know the end com- the outcome. I was watching this robot try to teach itself how to run, <sighs> and at first it has to like crawl, and it slowly fig- it's running like the way wobbly, we do, and then it figures out how to. F- That's run. crazy. It's wild. Crazy. crazy. Okay, well I don't want to freak everybody out, so let's right. end. I'm already yeah. freaked out. Too yeah. late. Yeah, let's <laughs> end with a little something. <laughs> Too late. As we start the show, that's uh, pretty goofy and funny. So Lunchbox called a salon. What did you say to the salon, Lunchbox? Uh, that I want to give my mom a bikini wax. I want to come in and, oh you know, gosh. give her a bikini wax. She had a pool party coming up. Oh, <laughs> His boy. His mom. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here is Lunchbox calling a salon. 
to see if they would give his mom a yeah, bikini I'm wax. Hi, I was just calling because I want to give my mom a bikini wax. Um, for were you looking to get it done today? Uh, no, just later this week because she has a pool party this weekend and she wants to feel comfortable in her bikini. And is, are you okay with anyone doing it? Or did you have a specific person you wanted her to see? Oh, yeah, I was going to do it. I just needed to, I didn't know if I needed to come early to set up or how that works. Um, so we won't be able to have you do it, but one of us, um, one of the girls here can do it for her. Do you have like a wax heater I could use or and you provide the wax or do I need to bring my own wax? We have our own. Um, we're not able to provide provide you with anything. Okay, perfect. That, that, that's even better. That, I mean, that's good. That means the wax is there. I don't have to bring any supplies. Um, do I need to come in, like, do I just wait in the room and then you bring her in or do we just walk in together? Um, so we're not able to have you wax her. That can be a, a safety liability for us, so we're not able to do that. No, I got 15 years of experience. I'm not going to, there's uh. no liability. I got 15 years experience. Like, my mom will vouch for me. I'm really good at waxing her. I understand, sir. We're just not able to do that for you. The whole premise of that is disgusting. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Uh. I have that one. I also have another one from Lunchbox here where you call Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, I called Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I tried, as a businessman making business deals, trying to get that money, trying to buy the secret recipe because no one knows the recipe but the colonel. See if they would sell it to me. All right, here we go. Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm just calling. I'm a billionaire. My name's Jason Gibble, and I'm just trying to see what exactly it's going to take for me to get the secret recipe. Nothing. Well, no, no, no. What, what's your name? Why is that? Well, just because, I mean, I can make a deal with you. Me and you make a deal. We wheel deal. Like, let's say, let's say $10,000, you know, go out to the dumpster. I'll slap it on the back of the dumpster, and then you slap the recipe, and you got yourself 10000 No, we good. Okay, okay. You drive a tough bargain. You want to play games. Right, how about 100000 I'll put it underneath your, like, I'll put it on your tire of your car. You just tell me what car, 100000 and boom, you slap me that recipe. All right. Okay. <laughs> Not going to happen. They don't even know. Can you imagine they're telling people that work there the recipe? The you just called recipe. a random restaurant? Yes. <laughs> on the phone right now is Deborah. Deborah, what's going on with you? Hey, I just had a question for you. Go ahead. You had mentioned that Caitlin and Amy are becoming very close, but Amy is your best friend. So I'm just wondering if you're concerned down the road that this could cause a problem with your friend's status. I'm going to tell you where it caused a problem recently, if I can step up on my little soapbox for a second. My girlfriend, Caitlin, ordered two hats, because I like to watch Yellowstone with her, but she ordered two hats from Etsy, and it said Yellowstone Ranch Dutton, whatever, from the show. And I said, that's awesome. I got one, you got one. She says, no, I got one for me and one for Amy. (laughs) what is happening here? Well, I'm the one that told her to watch Yellowstone, and then she you got you to Yellowstone. Watch. Yeah, but then she I got you want... to watch Yellowstone. <laughs> like you would have never watched Yellowstone. Me as your friend, I told you for years about Yellowstone. I wanted a hat though. <laughs> <laughs> so it's already starting a problem. So I'm just giving you. I'll tell you. Uh, and the, the God's honest truth, Deborah, is that I love it very much. So because there are times where I've done dumb things where Caitlin and Amy are close and Amy can say, hey, listen, I've known him. We've been super close for 15 years. This is what he really means. Sometimes I'm not the best communicator. You were telling her that I loved her before I told her. Yeah. So I think net gain, But I mean, you didn't massive. tell me that. No, you I did. know. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, clarifying. Yeah. Like I didn't know for sure, for sure. I was just, you know, 
rolling the dice. <laughs> Overall net gain, fantastic. I do love it because good people team uh, uh, seem to be pulled toward other good people. Um, a little bit sometimes it's annoying, but most of the time it's awesome. So, but right. sometimes I'm like, Amy, you, you shouldn't be talking with her about that stuff because you're supposed to be on my team. But most of the time it's great. Okay. But it has come up in studio <laughs> off air before too. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what, what's, what's happening here? I think it's I, fine. I don't know if you're worried about how I feel about it. <laughs> I like it. Of I don't course. have the issues that Bobby does, but I could see where it is a little bit weird for him. So hopefully it'll but be I, it's, Well, I'm it's, sure he doesn't want to lose his best friend, you know. That's true. But I would rather Caitlin ha- also have a really great friend. I'm good with it. My partner's friend is my friend uh, on so forth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just say, I'm just saying <laughs> words at this point. <laughs> All right. Thank you. you. We, of course, are friends. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye, Deborah. Thanks, Bobby. All right. Here is Lauren in Pennsylvania. Hey, Lauren, what's going on? Um, I have a question for Amy. Yeah. Um, when I'm a college student about to graduate with my military psychology degree, and I was just wondering... Um, being a military spouse, um, is there any advice from your point of view um, of something I should keep in mind when I'm counseling couples that are um, military? Oh, I, I don't know that I'm equipped to give you any advice on that. I just wish I would have known people like you existed when, when my husband was in the Air Force and I was home. I think that you just have to do your best to understand everybody's story is so different and they're going through something completely different. But you've, you've been trained. You're the, you're the one with the knowledge, I think, to help them. So I would just encourage you to keep studying and, you know, just listen to people because that's a lot of times what we need is to be heard and know that what we're saying is important because their job in the military seems to rule everything. Well, thank you so much for that advice. Okay, good luck. All right, Lauren, see you later. Thank so you're you saying so there is no template I don't think so because military relationships. everybody is going through something different. Even my deployments were different than my friend down the street whose husband was also deployed. They could be in different places, doing different jobs, talking, not talking. Everything's different. Okay, Amy, what have you learned? Okay, so our kids are on screens, whether it's their tablet, a video game, whatever. And I think a big concern a lot of time for parents is how much screen time they're having, which I do think is important. But now we need to be worrying about when they are using their tablet or having screen time, that the thing needs to be 18 to 24 inches away from their eyeballs or they'll develop nearsightedness. So what I'm hearing is the amount of time doesn't matter as much. It's the proximity of the screen to the eyeballs. Yeah. I'm still focused on the amount of time. But that's not what that's your story important. says. But the story is not about that. The story is about the distance. And so now my son's on his tablet and I'm running over and I'm kind of doing, okay, 18 inches. Okay, this is how far you need to stay away from your tablet. Because it's so easy for them to be close to their iPad or whatever. My sister's coming to town tomorrow, her and her kids, and they're going to stay for a few days. And her, she has a teenage son, my nephew, he's 14, 15, maybe 15 now. And he plays video games all the time. He's like one of those kids who gets on Call of Duty and plays for money. Like he's that good. Oh, wow. Not He's not like one of the big, big streamers, but yeah. he plays for money. He plays in these tournaments. And so I don't know what to do with a 15-year-old boy. I could do something awesome with a 10, 12-year-old because they still kind of care what adults mm-hmm. think. And then 18 plus, also you can do fun stuff. But I was like, hey, man, just bring your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Set it up, play all you want. Mm-hmm. I have a great gaming chair. So, um, but yeah, he's on a screen like seven, eight, nine, ten hours a day. Oh, wow. Playing that game. 
Different screen, not an iPad. Yeah. A TV screen. A TV screen. So or my sister has a daughter that's 11. She's much easier to hang out with. Mm. You because get she's not with... being cool. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to be a 14-year-old kid, 15-year-old kid. You don't think anybody's cool but you and what you're doing. And you think everybody's so stupid. They're so stupid. They don't even understand. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, at 11, she still likes to like get ice cream, like go to the park, stuff like that. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, you get along with like 12-year-old girls. Weird. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Well, how is that a good way? Yeah, very weird. <laughs> it's, just, it's said in a weird way. Yeah. I, for the record, I'm not watching Cuties either. <laughs> on Netflix. No, you, when you have the time to hang out with Stashira, y'all do dances and you're into oh, things. That because into. they still you know, think that adults are cool. They're not embarrassed of them yet. Yes, yeah. and she'll hang out with you and she thinks this it's cool. This segment's gone to a place that I don't really am. You know all the apps that they like. Just, and Just 12 year old kids. Let's just leave it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said girls. Let me talk about the ACMs for a second because they are tonight on CBS. I hope that you watch. And so I'm going to be presenting, and man, they are presenting in the way. Like I show up in a car. I don't even get to go in the building at the Opry House until it's my time to present. I walk in a one-way spot, present, goodbye, walk out a different line, get in the car and drive off. Wow. It is as pandemic-free as you could possibly be. That's good. But I'll be presenting tonight um, on right now with Damon Whiteside, the CEO of the ACM Awards. All right, the awards are tonight on CBS, 8, 7 Central, hosted by Keith Urban. My question is, did you know Keith wasn't going to be up for Entertainer of the Year when he was picked to host? No, we did not know at that time um, when we discussed with him about um, him hosting, but he's our reigning Entertainer of the Year right now, and he actually jokes that he's the longest-running reigning entertainer since our show's been moved back to September. (laughs) If I can toot your horn for a second. As I look at the list here of of songs that these artists are playing. Gabby Barrett's playing I Hope. You have Miranda Lambert doing Bluebird. Morgan Wallen's doing Whiskey Glasses. As a thank you from me to you and how you're putting on the show, because I feel like I speak for a lot of the, the viewers, like thank you for having these artists do songs that we know. That was a big important part of it. Yeah, as we, you know, we wanted to bring some familiarity and we really want to bring, you know, some of the fans really just, they want to sing along. And so we, we felt that that was really important. And so there are a lot of songs that, you know, the fans are certainly going to know every word by heart. We even have a huge opening at the beginning of the show where all of our entertainers of the year, the nominees uh, for entertainer of the year, are all going to perform one of their first ever number one hits. But let me remind everybody at 7 Central, wherever you are, but 7 Central, Keith Urban's hosting. It's the ACM Awards. I personally cannot wait because I've been craving a good old live country music awards show. been wanting this one since April and I'm super pumped it's in Nashville, damn it. So yeah. good luck and thank yeah. you. All right. Take care, sir. Appreciate right. it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Luke Holmes is dropping a new song on Friday with Amanda Shires. He shared a teaser of it. It's called Without You. When I'm up here on this McIntyre is launching a podcast series called Living and Learning with Reba McIntyre that shares her life lessons. Some of her guests include Dolly Parton and Jane Fonda. It drops on September 21st. 
The iHeartRadio Music Festival is happening this Friday and Saturday. Thomas Rhett, Keith Urban, Kane Brown, Coldplay, and more will be performing. You can watch live on CWTV.com. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Catherine Knight travels a lot for work, and when she's in airports, she tries to bring smiles to masked faces. So, the frequent flyer and her son create cards with uplifting messages, and she passes them out to help lift the spirits of people um, that are around traveling as well. And since everyone's wearing a mask, you can't see if they're smiling or sad, she explains, adding that she watches people's eyes to see if they need a little pick-me-up. So it's just a random act of kindness project she started. I was thinking, and I think it's nice. I love when people try just to make people feel better. If I would take a card, I would think she was selling me something. Mm. Are you trying to get me to go to Cinnabon? Is what this is? <laughs> is yeah. Coupon to go to Cinnabon? I, think it, I really think it's great. Um, so far, they've given out over 25,000 cards at wow. airports. She must be flying every day. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, good for her. Catherine Knight, anything to make the world better, I love. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Columbus, Ohio. A 31-year-old man woke up in the middle of the night and he heard someone snoring. And he's like, man, I don't live with anybody. Goes out in the living room and there's a guy passed out on his floor. He called cops and the guy had broken into his house and passed out. He had a gun, zip ties. <laughs> wow. He had all the bad stuff? All the bad stuff. <laughs> And he had alcohol in his breath. I thought the guy was just drunk went to the wrong house. Yikes. No, 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 no. He broke in with bad intentions, but he fell asleep on the floor in the living room. Wow. Like, he has to get a more severe penalty, Punishment. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had multiple zip ties, handcuffs, and a twenty-two caliber handgun. Oh, Jeez. that's really Crap. scary. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Coming up in about 15 minutes, Lunchbox will share with us why he wants a paternity test for his oldest kid. Okay. You don't know yet. I do not. <sighs> okay. Uh, 15 minutes or so. Do you know, Eddie? <laughs> no clue. Well, okay. This is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> is this not something you come on the air screaming, though? No. No. Does his wife know he's talking about this? All that will happen in 15 minutes. Okay. okay? So that segment's coming up. Now we're going to play the senior citizen game. Now, according to Medicare, a senior is someone 65 or older. Most people retire from work age 65, uh, but now... More 65-year-olds are kicking it. I'll give you a celebrity. You tell me if they're a senior citizen or not, meaning <laughs> over or under 65 years old. Okay. So you could say senior or not. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, you guys ready? All right, yeah. we're ready. Senior or not. Oprah. Ooh. Write your answer down. Okay. Amy? Not. Lunchbox? Oh, she's a senior. Eddie? She is a senior, Bones. Oprah Winfrey is 66 years old. Oh, yeah. yeah! Oprah is a senior citizen. Man, she mm-hmm. is totally kicking it. She's a young senior. Reba. Uh. Is, is it- Reba a senior citizen? This is a dangerous game. Amy? Not. Lunchbox. Senior. Eddie. She's a senior, Bones. Reba is 65 years old. She is a senior citizen. Yeah! Wow. How about Ellen? Ellen. What do you think about that one? Amy? Not. Lunchbox? Not. Eddie? Uh, She looks like, but no, she's not. Ellen is 62 years old. She's close. Every single person you've mentioned, I've thought for sure they're in their 50s. Yeah. Um, Alan Jackson. Country Mm. superstar. Yeah, we're 
Alan Jackson, is he a senior citizen? Amy? Not. Lunchbox? Not. Eddie? He is not. 61 years old. Yes. The score is Lunchbox and Eddie 4, Amy 2. <laughs> George Strait, senior citizen or not? I crossed my heart. George Strait. promised to give all I've got to give. Amy? Senior. Lunchbox? Not. Eddie? He's getting that discount. He's a senior. George Strait is 68 years old. He is a senior citizen. Oh, Lord. Man, I thought he had 60 number ones on yeah, his 60th birthday. Yeah, back in 2013. Oh, man. Remember all those signs? They yeah, that's what over. I'm saying. Yeah, I, but that was years ago. Well, I'm sorry, George. Jackie Chan. Who? Actor Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh, okay. Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah. Rush Hour 2. You'd also know him from Rush Hour 3. Amy? Not. Lunchbox? He's an oldie. He's senior. Eddie? I'm, this is a trick question. I think he's a senior. He is 66 years old. He's oh a senior. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really bad at this game. All right, let's do one more, and if there's a tie, we'll go sudden death. Tom Hanks. Ooh. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Thank, thank, thank. Amy's not feeling this game. She just yawned. I heard her yawn <laughs> during the game. <laughs> well, I'm not very good she's at losing. it. losing. <laughs> These okay. people, you picked These tricky people. That, well, that's the point of the game. That look young. Yeah, if I said Lindsay Lohan, you would know. No, she looks <laughs> like it, but you know she's not. Oh, what's Lindsay doing nowadays? She doesn't look 65. <laughs> she does. I don't know. She does. Uh, Tom Hanks, senior citizen Amy? Not. Lunchbox? Not. Eddie? I'm going to go with he is not. Tom Hanks is 64 years old. He yeah. is not. <laughs> yeah. And there we have it. Our winner is Eddie with seven. Eddie, what do you credit this win to? At my age, you know, like I grew up with a lot of these people. Coming <laughs> along with them. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, Lunchbox, you want a paternity test for your oldest kid? Yeah, he's two years old, and I have realized that he may not be my child. Now that sounds dramatic, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Amy's rolling her eyes yes, right now. Yes, because it's going to be it's not going to be about looks. It's going to be about I don't know, potential doing something or intelligence or something. Go ahead. Well, there was two instances that made me realize that this may not be my kid. First, from his daycare, I get a note that says, "Hey, is Baby Box always this shy?" Because he doesn't interact with the other kids. Like we're all doing circle time and playing games, and he sits over in the corner and reads a book by himself. So my, He's my kid, okay. <laughs> like, like there's Confession. no way my kid is the shy kid at school. Like, that's really embarrassing to think. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's just he's in a new class, so he doesn't know anybody. Then we go to the, you know, swimming pool, water park thing at Opryland, and he won't get in the water. He's scared. And there's other kids running around having so much fun, and he finds an mm. orange. And then he gets in the water and he plays with the orange for two hours, doesn't interact with the other kids. He stands over there like where there's a wa- like water coming out of a fountain and he washes the orange. I saw this. And he carries the orange. And I'm like, so you're the weird kid at the pool? <laughs> like, you're the weird kid that everybody's like, hey, did you guys see that kid with an orange? He didn't interact with any kids. And I'm like, it can't be my kid. Like, there's no way. What did your wife say about this? My wife's like, you're being ridiculous. I said, no, I'm not being ridiculous. This is real life. What's funny is Lunchbox goes home today and he sees the mailman walk up with an orange. <laughs> he's watching it. The, the, mailman's, <laughs> the mailman's playing with his orange. As he's <laughs> and he's reading, he's reading Read a, a book, book in the corner. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> All right, what did she say? She was like, are you really? I was like, yeah, I'm just going to order one. You know, not, not the, you know, just to be safe. So you're really going to do this? Yeah. 
You can mail, you can order safe. him in the mail. I cannot. But like, but he looks how, just like you. But he acts. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he sits in the corner and reads a book by himself, and then he plays with an orange at the pool when there's slides and there's all sorts of things. Other kids, and all he cared about was an orange. You also do complain that he's not very athletic, too, right? Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. What's up with that? Well. Eddie likes to come in and brag that his foster kid that's a one and a half could throw a football, can ride a scooter, and I'm like, man, my kid can barely pick up a ball. I mean, he can, <laughs> an orange, though. He can rock an orange. He can rock an orange, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, playing basketball, he can't even really throw it at the hoop. He just kind of flings it, and it goes wherever. So it's kind of like, I'm like, there's a, that can't be my child. Like, it's embarrassing, and I don't like to talk about his unathleticness, and he falls down a lot. Eddie <laughs> comes in, oh, my one and a half year old can run six miles, and I'll fall down. I'm like, okay, like, I got it. Like, but yes, it's, I'm just disappointed and embarrassed. And I don't know if it's my kid. <laughs> it's your kid. Yeah. Are we sure you were athletic? Are we sure you weren't the weird kid? Because yeah, everything we hear is that you, that, that's yeah. what you were and you're just embarrassed. Hold on. Now. Do you think I would be the weird kid at the pool playing with an orange? No, I'm playing with other kids. I'm not sitting in the corner reading a book when everybody else is playing games at but daycare. I you mean, do like to read. I don't understand. Oh, that's a good point. No, no, all this is lunchbox. I know, and... He just doesn't want to admit it's him. I was prom king. You can't sit in the corner with an orange if you're the prom king, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get voted prom king you by sitting in the corner. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, are you sure? I think you had some unathleticness. All right, keep it. If you get a test, let us know. <laughs> I will. It's going to be ordered. It's a couple hundred bucks. What? You're spending you're gonna a waste couple hundred. A couple hundred bucks on it. No, no. And what if the baby's not yours? Oh, then, then we got real problems. Yeah, but but then what? Yeah, then we got to get divorced. Uh. <laughs> okay, but you have another baby with. Her. Yeah, okay, I'll take that baby with me. Oh, okay. wow! So you just... Wow, that escalated. Quickly. This is turn. This is taking a turn. Okay, let me get out of this. Uh, this is uh, Sarah from Santa Barbara, California, who called and left us a voicemail. I need some advice. My significant other of six years. His card is hooked up on my phone, and he's been asking me why he's getting charged on Apple for sometimes five ninety nine or seven ninety nine. I've been purchasing Candy Crush lives. Do I tell him? Do I just stop? To be fair, I've birthed one of his children, and I'm pregnant with his second. So I mean, five ninety nine a week. Maybe I need to come clean. All right. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Thank a you. A week? I thought it was a one-time thing. Mm-mm. She wow. keeps charging. Well, what I would do, first of all, is I would stop charging and then see if he continues to talk about it. Because you not being charge, not, not charging anymore may stop that conversation from having. Mm. But then she's not going to get her lives. Well, that's, that's her. She <laughs> needs to put her own card on there. But she could probably get out of this without ever having to address it straight up. She could just stop, change cards... And if he doesn't see a pop-up, he'll never bring it back up. Well, then if he does, you have to admit to it. But I say step one is just dropping your cards from the, from. It. Okay. I say step one is just tell him. Yeah. yeah, that's me. I'm buying some Candy Crush Lives. I'm pregnant right now oh. with your baby. Oh, oh. And drop that card. Oh. Okay. Do you get Starbucks <laughs> maybe once a week? That's what it's equivalent to. Well, what if she gets Starbucks as well? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Dozens of cruise ship employees who have been stuck on a boat off the coast of Brazil for the past six months are finally able to go home. They've been stuck for six months. Terrible. If they didn't throw cameras in that thing and make a reality show out of this (laughs) or some sort of documentary, they missed a... This is terrible living. Isn't that crazy? Dozens of cruise ship workers were stranded off the coast, and they finally 
are able to go home. A crew member representing 101 workers who have been at anchor on three ships said they have not been paid for over six months and they haven't been let off the boats. Dang. They're finally getting let off the boats. Six months. I mean, will they get paid when they're let off? I mean, because technically they didn't need to spend any money, but... Well, I the cruise ship may have gone bankrupt. I'm not oh, sure. True, and yeah. once you go bankrupt, you don't got to pay anybody anymore. Yeah, that's They're just true. SOL. Oh, man, that is... That's yes, a below deck I'd watch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel really like, bad for them. Yeah, they can make some money off that. Uh, finally, speaking of a, a quick COVID story, when in this, this, this country, somewhere in Indonesia... What they're doing is going, hey, wear masks. And if you don't wear masks, then you get in trouble. You get a fine or you have to do community service. Well, now once you do community service, they're like, hey, I don't think you understand the severity. So the people that got in trouble for not wearing masks are digging the graves for those who have died of COVID-19. Oh. They're like, okay. Wow. Oh, my God. That'll send the message. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that's That'll be some big T, as Andy calls <laughs> yeah. it. Some big trauma. Yeah. Yeah, that's some big T right there. Whoa. The Bob Here's Amy's pile of stories. So who's the worst driver on the show again? You. You. Yeah, you. Okay. yeah. everyone goes to yeah. you. Yes. No, everyone might think that, and everyone thinks they're the good driver, but a new survey asked people to name the top signs that someone is a bad driver, and I went over these top five in the list, and I don't do any of them. I think we should hear those. Go ahead, number one. Okay, at number five, I'll start there. Using your horn too much. I don't ever do that. No, they use the horn on you. <laughs> okay. Uh, that. Number four is constant road rage. I don't have that. Anybody here? No. I don't think you pay attention enough to have road rage. Yeah, I think people have road rage at you. That's, yeah. that's All the these horn. are at Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Cutting people off. But you accidentally. I don't do that. Hold on. I yeah. think you accidentally do that and you don't realize you do. Mm-hmm. And I then, know you do. I've been with her when she's done it before. She goes, oh, oopsie. No, no. <laughs> oh, that's not an oopsie. No, that's when I... No, no. no. I oopsie. Hey, oopsies. I do. The thing I do the most is, like, run over curbs. Oopsie. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, and then on. the number one thing is excessive speeding. But everybody speeds. Okay, see, there's another one that <laughs> uh-huh. she's involved in. I don't speed. Not even one mile over. No, he really speeding. doesn't. I mean, he really doesn't. I, I know you. you I go don't under. have the need. For the need speed. for speed. <laughs> yeah. Well, one in three people think that the speed limit is just a suggestion, anyway. Well, they're they're idiots because they're going to get a ticket. <laughs> it's a limit. But uh, yeah. All right. What else? Now, you got well, over there? one last part of this story because the survey also found that fifty percent, fifty six percent of us wouldn't date someone if we thought they were a bad driver. Amy, would still be single. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, my husband's road rage is off the charts. But he's also a great driver. He's road rage because he's so dialed in. You know that's true. All right, what else? So Macy's is having to reinvent the Thanksgiving Day Parade for this year. It is still going to happen, which is good news for a lot of us that love to wake up and watch it on TV. But that's exactly the only reason why they're doing it is for online and TV viewing on Thanksgiving. About 75% of the parade participants are going bye-bye. Like, so there's going to be minimal people. And then the performances are going to be socially distanced and they're going to have to wear masks while they sing, but they're lip singing anyway, right? Yes, they are. You know, I understand why, but I'm so over everything virtual. Mm-hmm. Concerts suck virtually. There, occasionally you get a good one if they like tell stories. For me, like I need to see the artist do something new if they're going to play recorded because I've already seen or I can YouTube already it. 
I'm over virtual everything's. And we know. Well, hopefully 2021 will be back to normal for the parade, but they had to figure out a way to still offer it to people and also keep everybody safe. I'm okay with a bit of virtual live more so. I like that okay. But it's just, I'm ready to do stuff in person. Oh, well, But I also understand I can't yet. Mm -hmm. Okay, what else? This parade is pre-taped. And the parade is pre-taped. It it gets worse. (laughs) I know, when you said you're okay with live, I was like, oh, I don't want to break it to him. It's one at a time. (laughs) Every day they do one and record it so they can be. One balloon. It's not even real. (laughs) All right. So as we know, Garth Brooks took his name out of the running for CMA Entertainer of the Year after receiving some backlash for winning the trophy again last year. And now he's reflecting on that decision. We got killed pretty bad last time we won this. There was one in particular that I just loved that just said, you know, basically just said, hey, man, love you to death. But just don't you think it's time that yes. And so he got a lot of comments like that. But now he's out saying that the comments didn't hurt his feelings. He knows that people love him, but he's just won too much. Which it's so confusing right now because tonight the ACMs are on mm. and usually they're in April, but because of pandemic, they're on tonight. And then next well, November CMAs. And so they're all cluttered and nobody knows the difference unless you're like way in the industry. Nobody knows the difference. Yeah. I wish I didn't know the difference. They're both great to us, but I mean, it's, it's just a lot of letters that are confusing. Garth is not up for ACM entertainer of the year and never was coming up tonight, but at the CMAs, he pulled himself out. Yeah, all confusing. What else, Amy? Anything else? Yeah, no, that's it. That's my pile. Okay. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this 11-year-old boy, PJ, he was out with his grandma, and she started to... I guess have a medical emergency. I don't know if she has low blood sugar. She couldn't stand up. She had to lean against a stop sign while they were on a walk. While she was leaning there trying to figure out what was going on, he ran back to her house, got her Mercedes, drove down to get her. He's how old? 11. 11? Okay. 11. Also picked up some peanut butter crackers for her so that she could have something food, some food to eat. (laughs) But... He helped save her during this medical emergency. And she said that, yeah, he's only 11, but he drives like a pro. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's funny. Good for them. Good for him. Good for her. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy is searching intensely through her small box of corny jokes. I didn't know that's where you were getting your jokes. Sometimes. Yeah. It just depends on the day. Do you ever just pull one out? Yeah, that's what I did just now. Okay, here we go. Let's see what the, let's see what the box gives us today. The morning corny. Why couldn't the sesame seed leave the casino? Why couldn't the sesame seed leave the casino? He was on a roll. Nice. Oh, all right. Nice. <laughs> that was the morning corny. There's 20 bucks up for grabs right now, plus the $5 for everybody losing yesterday. So $25 if you get the never going to get it. Uh, Let's put on Jason in Kansas real quick. Hey, Jason, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing good, Bobby. How are you? Pretty good. You have a chance to also win $25 if the person that you pick gets it right. Now, Amy and Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan and Raymundo will be asked asked the never going to get it question. Jason, who will you put your money on? I'm going to put my money on Raimundo. Yeah! He always has good answers. <laughs> you know he doesn't win, right? <laughs> okay, so I'll ask the never going to get a question. You all are up for the money. But Raimundo, if you win, you not only win for you, but you win for Jason. Okay? 
Good? Sounds good. All right, here we go. The average American will use 39 of these today. The average American will use 39 of these today. 39 of these. The average use? American will use 39 of these today. You. Think about that. Jason, hang tight. Jason, where do you live in Kansas? Uh, I live in Durham, Kansas. Love it there. Used to, used to summer there. Yeah, I bet you did. The one gas station. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm on season two of Independence, Kansas on Hard, hard. Uh, wait, Second Last Chance of You. Last oh, yeah. Chance of You. Yeah, yeah. You ever watch that, Jason? Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh. Oh, you're on season two of watching it. it out, of what? Because you just said you're on it. No, I was no. like, what? You're oh, on no. it? Yeah, I mean, I played, <laughs> I, like, little, I played the slot for uh, junior college. I thought they brought you in for encouragement or something. All right, we'll come, uh, we'll come back. You guys think about it. We'll get mm. your answer right okay, after this. Okay, 39 yeah. of these. Yeah. Jason in Kansas is on right now. You guys had the question before we went away. Here is your never going to get a question. The average American will use 39 of these today. What are they? And so if you get it right, you won 25 bucks, and Jason wins if Ray gets it right. Raymundo, you were chosen 39 of these. What is it? That was pretty difficult, and I don't think the older people have this many, but I know the kids do. It's got to be apps on your phone. Wow. Oh that's a gosh. good guess. 39? Yeah. That's get- a lot of apps. Yeah. Please. I don't even have 39. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, that is a good guess, yeah. Morgan, what do you have? I'm going with emojis. A day, oh, 39. Yeah. Okay. Eddie. Ugh, mine's bad. I just did TV channels. I have no idea. Lunchbox? Dumb, dumb guess. Oh, no, this is easy, guys. It's names. Hey, Amy. Hey, Bobby. That's already two down. Eddie, that's three. <laughs> I'm on my way to 39. Morgan, number two. Only, thir- oh, only 35 to go now. <laughs> yeah. Amy? Oh, what's wrong with me? I, I don't know. I put toilet paper squares. <laughs> wow. I don't what? Know. <laughs> you got uh, eating problems? <laughs> I also had gallons of water. Yeah. You're going. <laughs> I don't know. So Which one would you like to go with? You, pick the, one of the okay, two. toilet paper. Toilet paper squares. Squares. Toilet paper squares. Because, like, you could use a lot. Okay, well, let's say but this. girls use them to pee. Yeah. One of you is right. Really? Yeah. yeah. One of you is right. What? No, Amy, uh, stop. Amy, stop. Amy, it's not you. Amy, Amy, it's not you. <laughs> you don't think it's Amy? No, no chance. Okay, well, it's me. Um, the first person eliminated is Eddie. Oh. Yeah. Mine was dumb. Mine was dumb. TV channels. Who even watches TV? <laughs> I do. I'm with you. I thought uh, it was a good guess. Uh, Eddie, who do you think's right? I think Lunchbox is right with the names. Okay. Because he got five in like less than yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah, but we're all in the same room. Do you really talk to many more people other than us? Maybe. The average American will use 39 of these today. Lunchbox, you say it is? Names, Bobby. I've already used that name. Dang it. <laughs> the answer of names is... Incorrect. Oh! Dang it! <laughs> How is toilet paper still in it? <laughs> it doesn't mean that's it, though. What does that mean? It's not it. Hey, Jason, how you feeling? Twenty-five bucks off of grabs for you too. You think Ray Morgan or Amy's got it? I, I think I think Ray's got it. Okay. Yeah! Well, let's go over to Ray then. Ray, you think the answer is apps on your phone? All right. Is it apps? Oh. Oh. It's probably emojis. It's either emojis <laughs> or toilet paper. I don't know. Toilet paper, paper squares pretty good. Say I was... if you think it's emojis. I. Say I if you think it's toilet paper. I. 
Okay. The, I, I just wanted to, I just yeah. wanted to vote for myself. I, I voted Morgan for Amy. Oh, Morgan voted for you. Okay, I thought yeah. you did two different. The average American will use 39 of these today. <laughs> the answer is squares of toilet paper. <laughs> Get out of here. You're lying. No way. You are lying. I swear to God. I swear to God. Hey. I don't know. What can I say? Wow. Stop it. I am shocked. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Amy, I want to apologize from the bottom yeah, of my heart. Yeah, me too. Me too, Amy. <laughs> like, I, did, I, I, I absolutely thought that there's no way. I still can't believe it. We thought you were crazy. Yeah, you I, did. <clears throat> Thank you. You're $30 crazy. Um, Jason, you did not win, but we appreciate you playing, and thank you for listening. Anything you'd like to say, Jason? Uh, yeah, I would just like to say that um, thanks for having me on the show, and and maybe we shouldn't back up the cuties thing because it's not appropriate. There you go. Ooh, one, another guy coming out against Lunchbox. <laughs> but Jason, have you seen it? Save our children. Save our children. <laughs> yes. I mean, we all agree with that. Exactly. Um, all right, Jason, appreciate you, bud. Um, all right, Amy, you win $25. You'll be paid by Mike D. I won 30. This is so fun now. I won 30? No, 25. Okay. Only if everybody misses do you have to put up another dollar. All right, Mike, you can Venmo me. Whoa. I'm listening wow. to her. Wow. You uh, want that in ones? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Teresa in Round Rock, Texas about Amy. I heard Amy say, hey, I watched a little football yesterday, and it reminded me, what happened to Amy's bit where she used to watch and do the commentating while watching football with her husband? That was hilarious. I want you guys to bring that back. Love you guys. Thank you for the call. Oh, I guess I thought people were over it. Can you give us a little bit of that for next week? Yes, that means I have to watch football again this weekend. Just watch some. <laughs> that yeah. was fun. That's a good bit. Yeah, it's a fun segment. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we just needed a break for people to crave it again. <laughs> 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 because I feel like we were definitely over it. Oh, man. We used to do a bit, too, we could do, where Lunchbox claims he can beat any woman at football trivia. Love it. Remember that? Yeah. I got dominated. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Did you ever lose? No. I think he ended up losing, and that's why <laughs> he, we quit the bit. I think we do it each season. <laughs> But we'll, we can do that. You want to do that? Bring it on. Lunchbox thinks he can beat any woman in football trivia. When do we want to put this on? We can put it on right now. No, we're not putting it <laughs> on oh, oh. right now. Right, we'll, we'll, Me okay. versus Amy. We'll put that bit back in the back in the mix, too. <laughs> Amy, you watched The Social Dilemma on yes. Netflix? Everyone's been telling me about it. It's a documentary about how social media affects you. Yeah, and the way they did it was interesting, too, because it is a documentary with the people that worked at Facebook, Google. I mean, intricate people that were part of the programming of these places that we go to every day, Instagram. And then they kind of weave in a scripted family situation that's going on. So you will you can witness how it's not ruining a family, but the phones and the social media are getting are building a wedge in this family. So what was your big takeaway from it? I'm terrified of where we're headed. I and I I'm someone who I thought, okay, I'll let my kid have Instagram, but you're you're literally watching people that created these apps say that they do not let their kids have these apps. And they don't even they limit what they use. They use totally or they've deleted them from their phones and they were part of the creation. Did you like it? I I really enjoyed it. Will I like it? I think that you'll love it. Mm. I'm very curious for you to watch it and give me your opinion. And these people aren't anti-technology by any means. It's their gift. They're obviously super smart people, but they're, they're for trying to shift it and have more humane. They call it like a humane technology where because the direction we're headed 
they think could be the end of mankind. Oh, well, that's drastic. That <laughs> escalated quickly. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's oh, crazy. Crap. Like, watch it, please. Okay. There's a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Yes. I've seen it pop up and people recommended it to me. Sounds I did good. make a list because I'm going to watch this. The documentaries that have had the most impact on my life. Here you go. Here are my top three. Uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh, good one. Mm, yeah. uh, Mr. Rogers. Which I watched Mr. Rogers a little bit as a kid, but I was always like, is he creepy or not? And then I watched it and not. Yeah. The doc, I just not. And I went in hoping, like, aha, we're going to, gotcha. And it was just excellent. I cried during it. Did you like the documentary better than the movie? Yeah. Both were good. But I liked the documentary better than the movie because it was real. Um, I would also say Free Solo was great. Because mm. a little bit that of that. So I did good. because I just understood that guy. He had one mission and everything else was secondary. One mission. And what he did was crazy. He tried to free solo a mountain with no, and I don't do anything that dangerous. But I just, like, I understood his quirks. And I thought that was wild. Yeah. And then I would put on there uh, Jim and Andy about Jim Carrey doing the role of Andy Kaufman in my favorite movie, which is Man on the Moon. Yeah. But how he thinks Andy Kaufman took him over. And he was just in character. If he's on the set, he was Andy Kaufman. It's wild. And Jim Carrey's nutty, but he's like, just, (laughs) like, he has a screw loose. But as they say, he had he has the right screw loose, and it's 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 great. Uh, quickly, best documentary, Amy. I mean, for me, I feel like I have two. Thirteenth is a documentary that really opened my mind into like racial inequality in America. And then I gotta say, Miss Americana, Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. <laughs> lunchbox. That's funny. Uh, Euro dreams of sushi. Oh, that's good. That is excellent. Oh, like, it's not life-changing it. or anything, but man, yeah, the, guy, the hard work this guy puts in to make sushi, unbelievable. Eddie? Uh, best movie I've ever, documentary I've ever seen is Dear Zachary, and it changed oh, my life my in a way that I never, oh, ever oh, want to watch that documentary that again. You, should, watch you should watch it, but, but don't, don't watch it. It's really good, oh. but... Oh, that's a tough one. That one hurts. That one hurts. Amy, you have how many tattoos? Two. Because you've had a tattoo, and you know what that feels like when it's in your body. What do you think the most painful spot of your body would be to get a tattoo? Think about it. Yeah, I would think probably like the ankle or foot would really hurt. Well, the new trend in tattoos is sole of the foot tattoos. Uh, you're out of your mind. Yeah, no, oh, I'm not doing like that. the bottom of your foot. No Talk way. about a sensitive place. Because I have one, two, like five or so tattoos, which throws people for a loop, by the way. Because I was in a cutoff shirt after I'd been playing hockey this last weekend on my TV show, and some of the crew, they were like, I walked out, and I, I was just exhausted <laughs> and sweaty. And they were like, you have tattoos? Bad guy. You had no idea. Urkel's got a hidden <laughs> past. Hey, yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, the sole of the foot tattoo. These tattoos are just written on the bottom of the foot. Like, no one's going to see them unless you're showing it off in a picture or something. Yeah. But isn't that wild? Uh, Cara Delavigny, I don't know how to say her name. But she has soul tats on both of her feet. One foot reads bacon, and the other one reads made in England. I see Jesus walks. I see people with... But you couldn't walk for a while, because after yeah. you get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to... You're, it's sore. So, I saw that. Eddie, no tattoos? Zero. Any interest? I mean, if I find something that I really like that I want in my body forever, but I've got nothing yet. Here is a voicemail from Stu in North Maryland. 
every year for our anniversary or for her birthday, she wants to go away for the weekend and get a hotel room. And I just figured, why spend the money on a hotel room when everything we live close to is not that far away? Am I wrong or not wanting to get a hotel room? Or should I just let her have that time of having a hotel room? Uh, let me know. Uh, thanks. Amy, what advice do you want to give Stu from Maryland? Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, I think you're get wrong the hotel too. Room. It's important to her. Listen, is it practical? Nope. But sometimes in relationships, things aren't supposed to be practical. If you can afford it, if there's no food coming right. off the table, yes. if the kid can still get his diapers, I think if it's once a year, yeah. you do it. Mm-hmm. Eddie, you're married. Yeah, dude, that's huge. Like one time we were on a date, my wife and I, because we got a babysitter for four hours. She's like, you want to get a hotel room? I'm like, no, no, that's crazy. For but four she- hours? <laughs> like, that's something different. But I think it's important, especially if she wants it. Yeah. What were like, you guys trying to get away to yeah, do? Yeah, what? That- well, she this was is- like, let's just get a room and hang yeah. out, watch TV. Like, there's nothing, you know, like no kids bothering us. And I said, no, absolutely not. That's the dumbest idea ever. For but- only four hours, it does seem a bit dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like an overnight. You should plan that for her one day. All right, here's another voicemail. Hi, Lobby. I need advice. Recently, I started a new job, and I'm two months into this job, and it's not for me. Um, how long should I stick with this job before it's okay to even consider looking for a new one without burning a bridge? I've tried multiple things, discussed with my manager, made compromises, but I'm just not happy with what I'm doing, and I feel stuck. Well, that stinks. Yeah. My advice would be give it six months, even though that's early. Give it six months and don't leave until you have another job ready to go. Don't quit. Be like, I can't take it anymore. I'm out. Because it's easier to get another job if you have a job. Because they see you as someone who, oh, it's it's like, for example, the legend is that women like guys who are already in relationships because they see that a guy can stay and have a, mm-hmm. a somewhat healthy relationship. So they're attracted to that. Same thing with people that are hiring. They're looking for people that are in the middle of jobs now. They feel like they're pulling something away. You always like to get something that you think, wow, they really want that. So I'm, I, I want it. So I would say six months, and I would say yeah. don't leave until you have another job lined up. Now, if there are circumstances where you just can't take it, if it's not healthy for you to be there, then you have to leave immediately. But if it's just you don't like the job, it's not for you, give it six months, and then get out. Amy, anything there? Yeah, I would just say that way you don't burn the bridge, if that's important to you. Because, yeah. you know, it could be beneficial to you to have a healthy relationship. I don't know where you work, what you do, but future employers might appreciate how you handle this. You guys can call and leave us a voicemail if you have a question like that, 877-77-BOBBY. Or we're just taking your calls right now. If you want to call and talk to us, you can call us too. 877-77-BOBBY. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. A 75-year-old woman in San Antonio was checking out at Walmart. She she gets all the groceries through and she's $14 short on the payment. I mean, she says that people are behind her kind of groaning and annoyed that, you know, it's taking so long and she can't afford $14. Where is that? A man steps up out of nowhere and says, I will take care of the $14. 
And she says, okay, great. So her name is Del Moretta. She goes to the Fox station in San Antonio and says, guys, I have to tell you this story. So they did a whole new story on it. And they're like, let's reunite these two people together and surprise the security guard, who was the guy that came up with the $14. They get him together, and then the news station surprises him with $1,000. Oh, wow. Pay it back. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so cool. Dang, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Mindy in Georgia. Mindy, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I just have a question. I have an almost 13-year-old son who has been asking about having a YouTube account since he was about nine. And I've always told him no, because I felt like he was too young to have that type of um, technology available. But I'm still telling him no, and I'm wondering if I'm in the wrong, being that he is almost 13. Is that something that I should let him do? Okay, well, let me say first, you're never in the wrong as a parent, because every situation is different. You know your kid. However, just speaking generically, if you're 13... You can have an account as long as, like, mom and dad's monitoring it. If it's just YouTube for gaming, who knows? He may want to be a YouTube gamer. That may be his his goal for a while. I think if he's responsible already, don't let age hold him back. Now, if he's not, heck, he can be 17. You can say no. Because an idiot kid's an idiot kid. There were times where I was an idiot kid. So I would say that 13 is okay if you feel like he is responsible as a 13-year-old anyway. I do think you need the password. I do think you need to check on it. And I do think you need to look at the messages that people send on that. Other than that, I think it's good. You know, I had a kid come to me and say, hey, I want to be a, a, a YouTube star. I was like, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, that's what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be a YouTube star. And just hearing that at first, you're like, oh, man, what are you thinking? However, I had to stop myself because when I was a kid and I was like, I want to do a radio show and have millions of people hear me. People looked at me like I had four eyeballs. They were like, that doesn't happen. And so if I would have listened to people telling me no, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't be doing half the crap. No, 80% of the crap that I'm doing. So that's, Mindy, I say if your son is responsible, you, you you put him on probation and you let him do it. So that's my thoughts. What do you think about that? Is he a good kid? He is. I mean, he's straight A student. Oh come on! He's very quiet. Yeah. Like he he stays to himself a lot, and so that's what makes me nervous. Is that I don't want him to be open to this type of world, and then he's like, "Oh, look at all this stuff that I can see and do," and I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> I'm nervous about it being a parent." Yeah, I would advise you just to have communication about it as much as possible. Listen, remember when you were 13. Just remember when you were 13 and all the stuff you were seeing that your parents thought you had no idea they were seeing. That's happening now probably yeah, way more. Oh, way more. Now. Yeah. Yeah, it's very I different. Mean, but I'm saying, relatively speaking, we saw tons of stuff based on what we were supposed to be able to see, and it's the same. There's more because of technology, but relatively speaking, nothing changes. Technology gets better till the asteroid hits us and we go back to start over again, <laughs> and then here we go again, caveman. I say your 13-year-old is responsible. Let him be on probation. Let him let him have a YouTube. If he does bad, pull it. If he doesn't, hey, man, this is great. You've learned responsibility. Now go mow the yard. Boom. Then you Got start him. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mind, that's my opinion, Mindy. <laughs> I, I can hold it as lateral. Will you call me back in like three months if you decide to let him have an account and check in with me and let me know what's going on? Yeah, of course. Okay. Because now I'm invested. 
Thank you. I just did a whole Apple box. I just stood on it. In three months, he's going to be a huge uh, YouTube yeah. star. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to know who he is already. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mindy. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. You guys can call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. That's my phone number. 877-77-BOBBY. I'm answering your calls right now. Amy, how'd you feel about that advice? Um, I think that communication and boundaries are super important. Time limit, what secured content, like kids can just, I mean, I think he's not even 13 yet. He's still 12. So yeah, I think that YouTube can take you down a rabbit hole of things that you don't need to be exposed to. Or like you said, people that comment and text back and forth on these different social platforms can be scary for kids. Can't protect your kids forever. Well, Mm -hmm. but you can, as a parent, I can totally understand. You're a teenager, though. Like, it's time to start letting them just take a little walk. Just put your toe in the water there. I'm not saying no, but there's got to be communication and boundaries. Eddie's nodding his head, but he said his kid wasn't getting a Facebook until he was 18. (laughs) He still doesn't. And I'm still like, no, no, no. But I'm with you, though. Like, you know, if you take all that away, you're going to stun his creativity and Think about the kids that go to college who had never been exposed to anything. Yeah. And and they were the hardest partiers. They went the hardest. They failed out the quickest because they were like, I've never got any of this. Woohoo! And crash and burn. Mm-hmm. Then you have people like Lunchbox who are partying their whole life and they get to college and they're pretty well adjusted. Exactly. You know what's going on. You don't just go crazy. <laughs> Keep it normal. Keep it chill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the big story. Bobby's Big Story. A police helicopter pilot in Florida was up in the air on Sunday and he got an alert from his home security camera on his phone that said someone was trying to break into his truck. So he tracked him from the air as he was in the helicopter. Oh. <laughs> and they were arrested. Here's audio of him talking to cops on the ground while they try to catch the three thieves. Right right bailout, driver's staying in. Right right bailout, they're all running northbound. Got it, boy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff, man. Three teens were driving around at 2 in the morning on Sunday looking for cars to break into, and someone's ring doorbell cam got him on video. The person was at work. He got that alert. He just happened to be a helicopter pilot and up in the air. That's crazy. So he used the helicopter's (laughs) night vision camera, tracked their A's down. (laughs) Cops on the ground tried to pull him over but couldn't, so he kept following the car because they couldn't get ahead of it because they were driving too fast, and they were driving a bit erratically on picking roads. Yeah. And so he stayed above them. They put the spike strips, and that's what you hear when they finally hit the spikes. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> Got them, boys. Police found a bunch of wallets in the car, and it turned out that the car itself was stolen. Oh, shocker. They're now facing multiple charges. <laughs> that's like, what are the odds? You know when you break into a house? Well, not me, but we've had... Amy's like, you know those many times I've jumped <laughs> You know those times where someone breaks into a house and it happens to be a martial artist? Like person, <laughs> black, MMA fighter, black belt, <laughs> then they get beat up. It's like, whoopsie, wrong house. There's a story about a guy that robbed uh, someone with a skyline tattoo on his neck. <laughs> I saw that. Did you guys see this story? It's kind of yes. the same thing where you go, this is a little different because you're like, what are you thinking? Because if you have any mark on you that people can notice immediately, <laughs> you cover it before you commit a crime. Yeah. A man who had his rental car stolen during an armed robbery last month described his attackers having a bad tattoo of the Nashville skyline on his neck. Brandon Johnson, 23, was booked into Metro Jail Monday morning on a charge of carjacking. When he was located, an investigator said he had a tattoo of the Nashville skyline on his neck. Mm. <laughs> you see the picture of it? It's not a very good tattoo. It looks like a Sharpie. Yeah. And a six-year-old's looking at it and drawing. <laughs> oh, no. That's t- But you have to cover that stuff up. Yeah. If I'm going to rob, I put on my best turtleneck. Yeah, of course. 
than I have at it. 877-77-BOBBY. There's a guy being interviewed about the wildfires that are happening all up the West Coast. And he gives his band a plug in the middle of it. Oh. Hmm. You have to semi-admire this guy's <laughs> promotion attempt. They were interviewing a guy in suburban L.A. about his evacuation. He talks about loading his musical, musical women into the truck and then sneaks a plug in. Here's a clip. I actually had a bunch of things by the front door, and it was two nights ago that I finally said it looked pretty bad that I was going to maybe get out of here, and I loaded up the truck that night. And I'm a musician. I have a lot of guitars, a lot of recording equipment. I play with a band called Destiny Returns, so I loaded up all the stuff in the back of my truck. He just throws his name, little <laughs> band name in there. That's totally fine, right? Big deal? No. Uh, I mean, Bobby, I guarantee if you're being on the, if you're on the news right now for some fire or tornado in Nashville, you'd be like, well, you know, I, I heard the sirens because I wake up at 3 a.m. to do my morning show. I heard 5 to 10 a.m. on the Bobby Bone show. <laughs> and that's the only reason why I was awake. For not I'm not road. saying you're like, wrong. Yeah, you would find a way to work it in. That's I'm not, great. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> Wait. And then also, when you mm-hmm. got uh, held at gunpoint, what was the first place you called? I called the news. Anyway, so okay. here's a... Um, <laughs> not the police? Mm-mm. Okay. Called them second. Mm-hmm. And they were ticked. <laughs> <laughs> I did some searching and found that their biggest song on YouTube has 2,000 views. It's called Cross the Line. Here is Destiny Returns. Huh. Okay. I think 2,000 views is about max. <laughs> I think that's about right. <laughs> You know, enough friends and family in church have watched it. Yeah. They should feel pretty good about that. <laughs> Dang. Chick-fil-A is testing a new sandwich, and they're all hyping it because it's with pimento cheese. What in the world is the great thing about pimento cheese? I love pimento That's the cheese. worst cheese. No, no. Is that the one with a bunch of little stuff in it? Yeah, it's the, it's like a little shredded It's like ish. white, but it's got Ugh. pieces in it. It's, it's like grandma cheese. It's yellow, no, yeah. but then it has the red pimentos yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, it's so good. Chick-fil-A is currently testing out a new sandwich, the honey pepper pimento cheese. Mm. The name pimento is disgusting. <laughs> the company said the sweet and spicy sandwich is the original Chick-fil-A drizzled with honey and topped with southern style pimento cheese. Why do people in the South make such a big deal about pimento cheese? Because it's good. I love pimento cheese. Where do you cheese. weigh on pimento cheese, Amy? Yes or no? How, what's, how do I answer? Amazing? Okay, I, I answer no. Eddie? Guys, I don't think I've ever had it. Does so, no. Oh, of the cheeses, it's a bad cheese. Okay. It's not bad, but if you're going to pick all the cheeses, that's like my 17th cheese. What's your first? Cheddar. <laughs> I like cheddar. Yeah. I like American. Ooh. I do like Parmesan. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Parmesan moves to number one in certain instances. Nice. Like Olive Garden shredded Parmesan? I love blue. Oh, blue cheese. Yeah, I do. Wow. So, again, I, I love so many cheeses that go specifically in certain places. But Whoa. straight up, I'm going cheddar, and I like it sharp. Me too. Extra sharp. <laughs> but you go blue cheese before pimento cheese? Oh, yeah. Think, just say the word out loud again. Pimento Blech. cheese. <laughs> it's so good. You know what's in pimento cheese? Extra sharp cheddar. Okay, my, my grandma eats a lot of pimento cheese all the time. <laughs> you know why you don't like it? It's because it has mayonnaise in it. Maybe. That's why. Maybe. Lunchbox, you like pimento cheese? Don't know that I've ever had it. I'm with Eddie. I hear the <laughs> name and I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> How have you not ever had it? I don't had- think I had it. <sighs> Wait, let me bring this up real quick okay. while these two are here and paying attention. 
Um, Lunchbox <laughs> watched That's rare. Lunchbox watched Cuties the other day. Yes. On Netflix, pretty controversial movie. He said he wanted to see if it was as bad as people say it is. He watched it. Said, you know what? Not that. Not that bad. It's about an 11 year old girl trying to learn how to dance. And he goes, you know, they did it for a reason, to it, to attract eyeballs, attention, to prove their point. Morgan watched it and goes, you know what? It is a little creepy. So. She had to fast forward. I feel that Lunchbox is trying to get the heat off of him. Mm-hmm. So now he's asked Eddie's son to review it. Yeah, he came to me yesterday. He's like, hey, your son reviews movies, right? You should have him review cuties. I'm like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> you know he wants it just so you want and people. On, I don't want people on Facebook hounding me anymore. Did, were they pretty brutal with Lunchbox on Facebook? Yeah, it was really bad. I And I didn't even <laughs> post a vlog on it because I didn't want us to get like so fired about it. I was like, I'm not doing this today. <laughs> there are times when we'll talk about something on the show and because I, I don't tell Morgan what to post or not to post. But once every two weeks, I go like, Hey, don't post that. Because <laughs> I know it's nothing but asking for a bloodbath. Yeah. And I'm the victim most of the time on that page. I so. mean, she posted stuff about just like a donut eating challenge, and people went straight to cuties. It was like, <laughs> goodness, guys. Like, all I did was watch a movie. Watched a movie and said it had a good message. Sorry that you can't handle that. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, let's go to Aspen in Texas, who is on the phone. Aspen, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? Not a lot. Just waiting in line at Roasters. Well, thank you for calling. What can I do for you? Um, oh, I just want to weigh in on this cheese conversation. Go ahead. So, um, pimento cheese is definitely better than blue cheese. I'm with Amy on that for sure. And I cannot believe you like blue cheese over that. I would need to make a real list of my cheeses. <laughs> Maybe I'll that was on the spot. You, know, you put pimento at 17. But I don't, I don't know <laughs> that you could come up with six. You'd go, so you would pick like like brie. Oh, brie's good. Brie for crackers? Yeah, yeah brie with jelly wrapped in croissant is good. Over pimento. Okay. Cream? Like I like mozzarella better than pimento. I oh, like, yeah. I like, oh. I like feta. Feta. Whatever. <laughs> feta. Whatever. <laughs> what about goat? Do you like goat cheese? Not better than pimento. I, goat cheese just kind of exists. Oh, it's Like, so I don't good. know that I would ever taste it. I like provolone and gouda. That's good stuff. This is a, this is a song. You All know? the cheeses? Yeah. Get back. Let me get my Monterey Jack. <laughs> Here we go. Start writing this We got down. a new one. That's what Eddie and I do. We'll write a song. He'll just serve there. I'll just talk nonsense. I was like, uh, and Eddie just bones take, just go, and I start writing stuff take down. Notes. He's like, oh. Okay. Uh, thank you uh, on that, Aspen. Let's go over to Tate in South Dakota. Tate, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? How's it going today, guys? We're pretty good, man. What's going on with you? Oh, nothing. Just heading to work. Just wanted to call and tell you guys I love listening to your show every day. I uh, live up by South Dakota, and it's uh. I listen to it taking the kids to school and going to work. I appreciate that. Thanks a lot, and thanks for sharing with your friends that you listen. We do love our listeners in oh, South yeah, Dakota. Definitely. All right, man. Have a good day. And, uh, oh, cool. Give me some too. more. Give me some more. You got any more? Oh, I was just going to say the uh, cheese debate is Swiss. Yeah, I'm a big Swiss, Swiss guy. Is good Swiss is good, too. Yeah. I can do Swiss. I like the holes. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. I'm not thanks, trying guys. to hate Bye. on Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. I do. I just thought it was a weird choice. I Also, let me tell you this. I have a, a treadmill, Peloton treadmill. Have I told you this story yet? I mean, I know. And that. I love that company because I ride that bike saved me through a lot of quarantine. But it arrived unassembled? Well, I ordered this treadmill months ago. And I get it. With with coronavirus, it's hard to get things out. So I wait my two or three months, and the delivery guys bring it, and they have to set it up. Champagne problems, but let me, let me express <laughs> to you what's happening here. 
So they set up this treadmill, and I've been like, man, I've been looking forward to this so much. And they're like, oh, we're missing a screw, we're missing a part, we can't finish it. We'll come back tomorrow. This is two weeks ago. It's still sitting there in in shambles. Nothing. They they've never called back. They've never come back. Anything. Well, so have you called them back? Yeah, I've called oh. everyone. <laughs> I got on LinkedIn and looked for every Peloton executive trying to find their oh, personal wow. email. I went to the CEO. I went to everyone, but I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, there's a local office here. They you won't. Can... Nobody will pay attention. Oh, you could show up. I think it's at the mall. Walk in there and be like, <laughs> take a show take, me a picture. Yeah. This is what's at my house right now. Or it, have you uh, tagged them on Instagram so they see the post? Ooh, that's I tweeted oh. at the company early this morning going, hey guys, can I get, this is not a big deal in the scheme of life, but right. let me get a little help here. Yeah. Uh, I I do a story and tag a little Peloton I d- I in there. I did that, but they didn't do anything. I oh, did that really? like a week ago. <laughs> they liked it. They're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Repost. <laughs> uh, let me go over and talk to Alexa in Virginia. Alexa, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Good morning, everybody. Morning. Hey, yeah, I'm on my way to work, but I was listening to um, Monday's podcast where Ray was talking about um, all the girls hitting on him at the pool. And I was just wondering if y'all have ever considered doing a Ray and Bay segment, because I would love to hear her side of all of his crazy stories. She comes on the show from time to time. I don't know that we'd ever do a segment, because then we have to do a segment with Amy's husband, have to do a segment with Eddie's no, he'll wife. Be good. He'll yeah, be good. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just kind of a slippery slope. However, she we do call her sometimes when it's so ridiculous. Um, there were a lot of there's a lot of feedback on that. Speaking of Facebook, do you see what people were saying about Ray's? Being at the pool and seeing all the single girls now hit on him. Yes, there was a lot, and and uh, especially the part about him uh, taking the girl up to his apartment. Yeah, <laughs> crazy twist in that story. Ray goes, "Hey, I'm not trying to get hit on by all these girls." Well, see, I took one up to my apartment though afterward <laughs> to show her around. I'm like, what is happening here? Um, yeah, thank you, Alexa. I always have a funny side to the story, so I always love to hear her side. Yeah, maybe we'll get her on in the next couple of days and readdress I mean, I some stuff. It's probably time. It makes sense. There's a lot Ray has shared lately. Yeah, I think we need to get her on to talk about his wedding ring. For sure. The wedding ring. Uh, Alexa, you have inspired me. We'll have her <laughs> yeah. back on the show tomorrow, okay? Thanks. Thanks, right. everybody. Have a great day. See you later. <laughs> All right, gross or genius? Red Lobster and Pepsi launched the new Dugarita. It's Mountain Dew Margarita. The unofficial cocktail of 2020. Okay. I mean, now that I know it's spelled Dew like D-E-W, but when you first said it, I was picturing Dew like D-O-O. Like, Ew. <laughs> like poop? I don't that know. Just not, I just don't really feel like hearing, it, seeing it written, fine. Hearing it for the first time, ugh. Okay, Fair. Yeah, uh, they said it's a top secret recipe made from Mountain Dew, tequila, and a few other special ingredients. Yeah, I mean... It also... Are you ready? Looks like it has Doritos dust on the rim. What? I mean, this is 1997 <laughs> me, except for the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> the Mountain Dew, the Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> the getting to go to Red Lobster once a year. Uh, but, you know, they say it's just a colorful salt. It does look a lot like Doritos. So, you like it or no? Amy, you say... Yeah. Eddie? I mean, I like Mountain Dew and margaritas, so hit me. Lunchbox? Sounds interesting. I'll try it. Yeah. I don't think it rivals the Bobby Water at Sonic. <laughs> and what is that it's again? It's very different. Here's the thing. <laughs> I get tagged on that so much. I have zero dollars coming in from Sonic whatsoever. I'm sure I've sold 10,000 waters. But it's a Route 44 water with extra ice. And I, I order mine on the app, so I don't have to sound ridiculous ordering it at the mm-hmm. button. That's the only reason I got the app is because I felt stupid ordering the stuff at the button. 
But we go to Sonic almost every day and get one of these waters. Route 44, water, extra ice. You put in real fruit cherry and real fruit strawberries, and then you add nerds. And st- That's it. And then you're st- yeah. Then you're so hydrated, and it tastes pretty good. And sometimes you get some nerds in a straw, and you taste good. <laughs> <Like> surprise. <laughs> What's the damage on that? Uh, like the two, price? Two dollars. Yeah. Two dollars? Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. The only thing you really pay for is the addition. The nerds. Yeah, the addition. Yeah, and the stuff. fruit. So, but I get tagged in that so many times, <laughs> and I'm going, how do I not? Um, yeah, saw that. Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi is going to hang out with us Friday on the show, Friday morning conversation. Well, Amy, what do you think the number one streaming Bon Jovi song is of all time? I can, need a Can hint. you name any Bon Jovi songs? <laughs> Don't I have a Bon Jovi shirt? Or no? You have Probably. a Def Leppard shirt. <laughs> a Def Leppard. Okay, so that's poor sugar me. It's like, what shirts have I worn? Bon Jovi. I I, I don't know that I can name one Sing for it, you Amy. right now. I By can't. the way, he's performing at our iHeartRadio Music Festival this weekend. Give me a hint and I will tell you. You'll know them all. Hint. Don't give it to me. Um. Okay, if you are alive, mm. but you are speaking to God. Hold you, on. You are. Hold on. If you're if if you're alive, living talk. No, hold on. If you're alive, but living you're also, on a prayer. There you, there go. you go. Living on a prayer. Okay. Living on a prayer. How about this one? This is the Bon Jovi number two most streamed song. Okay. The person that is you is assigning a not so positive title to something. I be negative. <laughs> Interesting. I am negative. No, you no, no. negative. The 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 person you suck. the person that is you is a, the person that is me is assigning. I, I give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're okay. Don't do I. Okay, give. Okay, is assigning giver an emotion a negative title. Give feelings. <laughs> give this hard one. Give hard hurt. An emotion. Yes. Everybody hurts. <laughs> That's R E M. Giver of pain. Pain. You, no, you give love a bad name. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough though. <laughs> that's number two. Bad name. You should have said. I recently just told Caitlin that I. Her. Well, that's, that's in. We're not filling in the blank. No. I'm just giving you another, okay. like a synonym version. This is fun. Go. Okay. The number three most streamed Bon Jovi song. The thing that you're referring to is the ownership of my entire being. Worldly possession. <laughs> the thing is, I can't remember what I say to her because this isn't a pre plan. I know you're thinking this is a wonderfully pre planned segment. <laughs> it is not. Possession. Folks. Yeah. You have my heart forever. Let me, let me do it again. Let me do it again. <laughs> Yeah. What we're referring to, the world, is my ownership of my being. Man, I know these songs. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, you're referring to is my ownership, possession, possess, owner, possess, pos- I possess you. It's my life, number three. Oh. It's my life. Oh. That sounds like a Backstreet Boy song at the beginning. Okay. It's not. Um, <laughs> number four, the most streamed Bon Jovi song, um, constantly happening and and will constantly happen forever. Infinity. Come on, you got this one. It's it's one word. Air. Breathe. Just breathe. No, no, the no. Air. Hold on, listen. It's an action. <laughs> it's a, it's a, oh, breathing's an action. It's um, con- Let's see. circular space. Hold on. Hey, Gravity. Hey, hey. Hold on. Let me think of my words because you're just chasing down the wrong rabbit trail. 
It will go on forever. It will happen forever. <laughs> One word. One word? It's a bon Jovi song. It will go on forever. Their number four most streamed song. It's not infinity. Mm. <laughs> it's a good song, though. It's uh, life. Mm-mm. Always. All right, uh, one more. Is that a good one? It's pretty good, yes. Is this game too hard? I mean, dude, I, I know all these songs, and when you describe it, I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, because I would describe always different. It's fine. Go ahead. Okay. Um, um, I'd like to have it <laughs> not, not living or living. I'd like to have it not living or living. <laughs> dead or alive. Well, I want it dead or alive. Wait a minute. Oh, that's my dude. Want it. Want it. Dead or alive. Man, that is a jam. That's a jam, man. Woo. That is, they've sold more than 130 million albums. Well, I'm a cowboy. Mm. With a six string on oh, my uh, back. Different verse. Yeah. yeah. Play for keeps. Because <laughs> I might not make, make it back. back. That's a jam. That's before uh, 1987. Uh, I was partying by then. I was seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were out and about. Anyway, Friday he'll be on the show, and um, he's performing at our iHeartRadio Music Festival this weekend. John Bon Jovi. Bah, bah, bah. All right. You should play that game with him where you do no, the... No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what song of yours is this? <laughs> He'll be like, what? He'll hang up. It'll be like one of Lunchbox's prank calls. Oh, boy. Whether it's like, what? <laughs> Click. Yeah. I got left behind a winning lottery ticket in Georgia when he fled during a traffic stop on I-75. They said, to the suspect who ran out on foot from our deputies on a traffic stop this morning, you left a winning $100 lottery ticket in your vehicle. <laughs> they put this on Facebook. They added the scratch off was waiting for him. If he wants to swing by the sheriff's office. <laughs> Pick it up. Yes, he'll get his lottery ticket back, but we're keeping his methamphetamine they wrote. Oh. Dang. That stings. No, it doesn't. You know what? It doesn't sting. I don't know. Everybody's danging me into feeling bad for this guy. No, man, you got drugs. Well, sometimes I do feel bad for people that are on drugs because at some point they took them and then they just got hooked. Yeah, but that's I'm not that's feeling true. bad for someone that ran away with a bunch of meth on the car. Yeah. I'm not falling. <laughs> no, I know. I just. I'm not falling for it. Uh, but I wouldn't go back and get my ticket either because mm. probably you get some bracelets I'm, with that. But I bet, <laughs> yeah. he, I bet that, they're keeping you too. That's the kind of person that shows back up, though. All right, that's <laughs> it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show.